Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcasts, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig and his team of experts straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive, and these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter and the Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally wherever you are. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. Today, we are doing our Life Hacker series, but it's actually even better. It is a company hacker series. We just came up with that name recently, and, and um, the idea behind these series, uh, first of all, was just that um, my my co-host, Sanjay, mm-hmm. And I came up with the idea of just coming up with some different ways to help you do better at your job, but also just help you do better at you. Today is something specifically about your company, and this is a way for you to get the most out of the technology that's available to take your design or construction firm to the next level, which is certainly something we want to help you be able to do. And we think that some of the information that we're going to share um, on this episode and on future episodes will be instrumental. And if nothing else, giving you some ideas and sparking some thought that will start to kind of take your thinking from a branding and marketing perspective and uh, and, and in some other ways uh, grow grow and move your company in a very positive direction. Some of you have already, are already out there and doing a lot of what we're talking about, but there are a lot of you out there that are not. And so this this episode is for you. And we want to make the most of it. We want to certainly share as much information as we can with you. And this is going to be kind of the start of a longer series of episodes that we will have interspersed with some of our fantastic interviews and other information that we'll have out there and something that we can do. And because, again, our goal is to bring you some of the best and brightest minds that the AEC industry has to offer. And again, that's both externally from all the brilliant people out there doing great things in the design and construction space, as well as internally. And so I'm pleased to welcome back our own Sanjay Jenkins, uh, Sanjay is is part of the marketing apparatus here at Zwei Group. He is pretty much uh, a man about town. He's doing a lot. He's also an entrepreneur in his own right. And so, Sanjay, it's great to have you back on the podcast. Thanks for joining us uh, uh, for another episode of the Life Slash Company Hacker Series. And uh, we certainly are, are looking forward to talking about some some really cool things today. Absolutely. So, so, um, you know, so why don't we go ahead and get started and, um, you know, kind of really jump into this because I know you have a lot that you want to share. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that we, we talked about uh, was, you know, just this idea that that firms in the design space just don't um, market properly mm-hmm. or rather the way that they market is a bit long in the tooth, if you will. Yeah. And so I know that you've you've come up with some ideas and 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 some ways that we can kind of take advantage of some of the tools that are at our at our disposal, um, thinking specifically of like Facebook and Twitter, our our website, our own company website, whether it's Zweig's company website or any firm that anybody that's listening to this, their their company website, ways to kind of improve the process and take advantage of all the little bells and whistles and technology that's out there that's mm-hmm. available. I mean, I know you 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 feel like this, and I know I do, is that, that things are changing rapidly. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's really incumbent upon all of us to kind of stay ahead of the curve, and especially those of you that are in the design industry uh, or construction space. And I mean, you guys are designing and building some of the greatest um, 
buildings and structures and roads and bridges and I mean skyscrapers that you know that anyone could imagine and and certainly if nothing else from a branding and marketing perspective you want to keep up with the changes um, just like you do on the construction or design side of things so Sanjay what do you what do you uh, what do you, where do you want to start today well, let's start with uh, I want to start talking about Facebook everyone's talking about Facebook um so it's it's the, it's the number one social media platform out yeah. there. Two billion users just the yeah. other day yeah. it was announced. So yeah. uh, I think that's pretty exciting that uh, over two billion people are using it. I mean, I remember when it started. Some of you mm-hmm. have probably seen the movie um, Social Network and uh, just everything that uh, Facebook is about. And so certainly, um, I'm sure the Winklevoss twins are crying. Although I don't, I don't feel too bad they for them because they got paid. But, uh, but yeah, the, 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 you know, just the idea of what Zuckerberg has put together, um, the, the speed at which it has, um, it has progressed is, is absolutely astounding. Mm-hmm. And the way that it impacts everyone's daily life now is just amazing. And, yeah. you know, when you think of them, you think of companies like Amazon and others. I mean, these guys are really making strides and inroads into the very fabric of our existence right. on a daily. I mean, like it's almost like we use Amazon, we use Facebook as a verb mm-hmm. now to describe things that we're doing, you yeah. know. And so it's, I think it's, you know, you could you can run, you can hide, but it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I may not agree with all of the uh, information sharing that goes on. Um, I mean, certainly there, there it, Facebook can be a bully pulpit at times, but from a business perspective, Mm -hmm. let's, let's really look at it from that perspective and how, uh, individuals and firms can really benefit uh, from utilizing and leveraging the reach that Facebook has. Mm -hmm. So something to, to understand just off the bat is that, you know, a few years ago, when uh, you're searching up a company or you're just trying to find something, you'll try to find their website first. Right. And now what a lot of people are doing, um, and this is something that I just sort of picked up on, you know, in my own habits and, and just being around my friends is to see like how they verify information. They'll check the fa- the Facebook of the, the company before they'll check the website. Right. And so there's a lot of judgment being made very quickly on, well, how often are they posting? Are they posting good content? Is it like, do they have, you know, the basics? Like, do they have a profile picture? Or is it just, uh, just you know, has any care been put into to managing this page? Because, I mean, the, the honest fact is that a lot of times Facebook is going to be your first sort of interaction online. Yeah. With, uh, with I mean, you know, prospective employees, prospective clients, um, uh, whoever the, uh, it might be. So I would say when you set up a Facebook page, you know, you set up a business page, make sure you just do the basics. Mm-hmm. You've got a profile picture on there. You've got a, a good header image. It could be maybe it's your logo. You don't have anything specific, but you could put a photo of your, your team um, up there. Right now on, on our own Zwy Group page, we have uh, a little like a an advertisement for Hot Firm, mm-hmm. our, our so you went. you change that stuff out on yeah, a regular basis, we do. right? Absolutely. And the other thing I think I, I would add to that, certainly with especially with just some of the residual artwork and logos and things mm-hmm. that you use on in your Facebook or Twitter or any account for that matter, right. all of these social media sites have standards for um, the size. Mm-hmm of these items so you need to have someone don't just repurpose something for Facebook for Twitter and so on and so forth it can be the same image but make sure that it's the right specifications the right length and width and height um, that um, that you would you, that Facebook would, would require, which might be different than yeah. what it looks like on the main page mm-hmm. of your Twitter account. So, I think it's important for you to make sure that you're dealing with somebody, and, and probably most of the people that are listening to this podcast have somebody in house that can do some basic design yeah. work. As far as that's concerned, if anybody ever needs help in that area, they can certainly reach out to us, mm-hmm. uh, and we can point you in the right direction. Sometimes it's as simple as having somebody create kind of like a, a map if you will, of different um, uh, branded residual items, material for use on the different social media sites. So it all looks good. Yeah. Right. I mean, you got to remember. Exactly. Consistency is key. So, you know, so go ahead, carry on. So, yeah, just just the basics. Have your company information, your address, your phone number, any sort of contact email you can have. Um, 
something that we started doing recently we're, we're, we're testing out is uh, Facebook Messenger bots. Yeah. And so these are sort of automated responders and, and not just responders. They do a lot more. They can have almost full-blown conversations uh, with people. So Facebook gives you a certain rating on how quickly you respond to your messages. So if someone messages your company's um, profile on Facebook, they'll it'll show your responsive rating. Like, you know, you can be 100% responsive in X amount of hours. The more responsive you are, I think the better, like, people will 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 react to that and and they'll notice that you actually care about your presence on on this platform and you care about engaging with them and i think that's engagement's going to be the the buzzword uh when when we talk about social media uh, facebook one of the most important and i think it's still it's not it's underutilized in design space is the ad platform you can uh target very very uh specifically on, on, on Facebook's ad platform. Uh, for example, if you want to target 47-year-old male golfers in three specific neighborhoods in your city who make $250,000 or more a year, you can do that. Right. Um, and, you know, if you want to target project managers or people who, who, you know, work in a specific discipline in a given market, you can do that. And uh, people uh, in the design industry uh, just... I, I, I just advertisement in general. I know we, we've we've had this conversation about marketing and you know need to do more of it. And with advertisements, there's a lot of hesit- there's even more hesitation because now you have money, even yeah. more money at, at stake. Yeah. But if you've got you know a project that you want to advertise, or if you just want to build some brand awareness, or you you have a job that you've posted and you want to like get it out to the right people. Um, it's very important that you start playing around with the Facebook ad ad system yeah. because you can, I mean, it, the resolution that you can get with, with Facebook is kind of scary. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure where they get the income information, <laughs> but it might be just census data that they pull. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, they've got it all. Yeah. They really do. I mean, if you have like, you know, it's, you're, you're, you want to look at structural engineers that also really love dogs and, yeah. and contribute to rescue shelters you can find those people right you know exactly. so um it's the craziest thing yeah. you know it's 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 finding the purple unicorn the purple mm-hmm. cow i mean um facebook gives you that ability to get real granular with your marketing yeah and that's what i think everybody needs to understand i think the other big point um to to kind of share with regard to facebook is simply that you can test just mm-hmm. test a market, you yeah. know, test a small area. I mean, that you don't have, I mean, nobody's telling you to go out and, you know, market your firm to the whole company, country. Yeah. You can market to just, you know, your, your county mm-hmm. to your zip code. Yeah. I mean, you can get seriously granular. Absolutely. And I think the thing also to remember, and, and, and I know that, you know, we're going to talk more about this, but um, there is a B2B component to this mm-hmm. and a B2C component, right? Yes. So when you think of, you know, a lot of times for design for Firms, they're going after or going to or marketing themselves, not just, I mean, to individuals in some instances, but also to to entities. Mm-hmm. So you really want to, you want, you can leverage Facebook in that way to do that. Yeah. Because those people that are part of those entities that are tracked in that way um, will see information that you have to share. Plus, just with the predictive analytics of the way that the the posts show mm-hmm. up, I mean, when you start searching for specific things in Google and elsewhere, and your cache has all that information in there, it's just rich information and data that Facebook then in turn uses to point certain things in your direction. Correct. Now, what they might be pointing in your direction or in the direction of a potential client of yours is your information, mm-hmm. and that's why it's important for you to figure out a way to be intentional about sharing that data, about putting some ads together whether video or static um, post or yeah. otherwise to let people know hey this is what we're doing we're over here a xyz architecture firm abc engineering this is what we do mm-hmm. this is how we do it and this is why our, our clients are so satisfied yeah and i mean really kind of speak to where people are as far as that's concerned yeah absolutely as i'm I, just a sort of segue a little bit i'm glad you brought up video because that is facebook is the most powerful platform for video right now it's yeah i mean YouTube is still probably the, 
you know, I honestly think Facebook overtook YouTube in terms of the power of video. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, we're gonna we're gonna talk later about another platform, Snapchat, which actually has more video views yeah. than even YouTube, Absolutely. which is a. I mean, it's, I, it's the number is something ridiculous. Yeah. It's something the frequency like, on Snapchat. <laughs> it's and, crazy yeah, it's, for it videos. So, but yeah, so I mean, if you're doing cool projects, go buy a drone. Um, get a DJI Mavic Pro. I don't. I, I wish we were getting you know some sort of you know pl- uh, bonus for for mentioning that. It's just the best product out there, in my opinion. Um, I've been using DJI products for a hot minute now. Um, go get some drone footage. Put some music on that, and boom, you've got a video that's super shareable. That the people who worked on the project will share to their personal profiles. That people will be interested in seeing because that's not just you know everyday footage that's not just someone walking around with the camera that's i mean that's really cool and then you get to showcase your project as well right you get so you get uh some residual benefits from from that i would uh i would suggest you know if you're starting out you've never really done a whole lot of work on facebook keep it really simple just post twice a week okay um you know do a monday friday thing you know maybe you've got something going on over the weekend you put that on monday and then you know do a little friday recap um, but if you got blog posts from your website, those go up there. If you, you know, were featured in the news, share those articles, um, and, and distributing content that already exists elsewhere. Maybe there's like a really great, um, you know, think piece on structural engineering, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, a, that a thought leader put out, share that yeah. and, and, and add a comment, you know, <laughs> when, when you share it, you can actually sort of add your own little take on everything and say, you know what? I agree with this person um, to this extent, but then, you know, we have our own opinion or, you know, you can go every which way. Um, but that helps you not have to worry about making content yourself. Right. You know, I think people, uh, when they approach social media, and this, this is not just the AAC industry, this is just in general, they get worried about having to constantly be making content. It's tough. It is. It really <laughs> I mean, is. It's like you're, after a while you have content fatigue yeah. because you're like, oh, my God, I got to think of something new to write. But right. the idea, too, if I can jump in, is just repurposing some things mm-hmm. that you've already written about. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and so some say you've you've um, you've written some say your firm, you've written some articles for other other organizations or magazines or newspapers or whatever um you can take some of that and repurpose it mm-hmm. for the purposes of your you know your facebook or other social media page Absolutely. and figure out a way to use it i do that all the time i write articles for this wide letter um some of those articles i post on linkedin i repurpose some of those articles for medium.com yeah um and and it allows me it there's a like concentric circles they keep getting bigger and bigger right yeah and so each pond has a bigger audience so the zweig letter uh, website we have a certain size audience then i go to linkedin that's obviously a bigger pool mm-hmm. then i go to medium and that's an even larger pool i mean everybody yeah. around the world is reading medium yeah and they they you know a lot of it is it's, it's keyword rich information um that people can find they have may have something that they're looking for and they will run upon that and, and mm-hmm. see this and kind of go from there so uh really would encourage you to participate and think of it that way and don't be so afraid that, oh, I'm not going to get my work done. I can't um, continue to meet the demands that my clients have because I'm out here trying to create m- more material. It's not that way. And when all is said and done, if you really, really need help in this area in terms of content creation, um, there are some really inexpensive ways to hire really good writers that mm-hmm. are in your local area that can write about some of the things that you're doing. Um, you need to also provide articles to your local newspapers about what you're doing and about why your process is different or how you design buildings or how you design bridges or what goes into bridge design or what goes into building design stuff that you think oh well nobody's interested in that you have no idea what people are interested in plus it gives you a larger digital footprint the more that you're able to share your thought your knowledge base with others yeah right i mean that's what it's all about when people search for you they're going to see 14 different things that you've been featured in or, right or where you're where you're talking about a certain topic and all of a sudden you get like instant social social credibility oh, yeah. you know social digital online yeah. credibility so and yeah. that's and that's you know that's part of the relationship building process you people need to trust you 
Yeah. Um, people need to trust your brand. And that's, I mean, if you constantly putting out stuff that shows that you're an expert in your niche, I mean, you're going to win. You're going to get those relationships. Absolutely. Um, so just a, just a basic housekeeping thing uh, for Facebook before we move on. Um, make sure you invite all of your employees to like your, your Facebook page. They're not all necessarily going to do it. Right. But... Um, would encourage them to. It would be, yeah. I, I would, I would hope, uh, I would hope you, you would at least ask, um, and, and it helps. You know, you start building, building out those circles. You know, friends of friends start right. seeing content that's put out, and and they're like, oh, okay, this is actually kind of relevant to me, or right, or maybe you know, your firm designed or built a space that uh, it's a community space, and and now someone can actually see the process that went into to building it. Um, so uh, I'd like to move on to Twitter now, if that's okay. Twitter, what is Twitter? I've never heard of Twitter, that. What is, you know, <laughs> they're quite a uh, yeah. You, you know, know, it's so funny. I was listening to uh, something that Gary Vaynerchuk was talking about the other day, and it's it's Gary said it's it, Twitter is actually still the most purest form of communication yeah. available from a social media perspective. Mm-hmm. It really is legitimate communication at 140 characters. I mean, you've got to be succinct in your message. You got to get it out there. You got to figure out a way to tweet. I know just I was just it's amazing how much Twitter has become part of our society. But nowadays, even in, in, in the political realm and in, in, in the news cycle, uh, people are responding to accusations or anything else on Twitter yeah. and using that as kind of like their ability to respond. I think something that Donald Trump Jr. just responded to for some some deal that he's dealing with. And I mean, you know, again, this is not a political show. So so I'm just commenting s- simply on, you know, how people use Twitter. And his response was to respond back with a complete, um, you know, I, I guess, excerpt, excerpt of the situation as he saw it. But he did it on Twitter. Right. That's how he exchanged the information. And, and everybody's reading it. Yeah. So if you want to find out anything about what he's saying, you go right there and you read it. It's the same thing, whether you are the founder of a company, whether you're just starting out and you've got some ideas about what you're learning in terms of being a great engineer or great architect or landscape architect or construction manager, whatever, whatever your bailiwick is, you have a platform with with Twitter yeah. to get that information out there and to and to create a dialogue. Yeah. Right. I think the other thing that re- that we need to remember is that s- social media is about being social. It's not po- putting up a couple of posts and then walking away and then it's crickets because that's what most most people do in, a, in the design industry right. space is when they create these social media accounts, they create them and then they're like, OK, I got it. It's up. What do I do next? Yeah. You know, it's like, well, don't just. Don't just sit sit idly by and just yeah. hope that people are going to interact with you. You have to be you have to be social, mm-hmm. you know. And so, but go ahead and let's let's, no, let's talk so, a little bit about Twitter. I, and again, you know, housekeeping as with Facebook, make sure you have a profile picture, make sure you have a good header image, um, and a, this is a good place to have like a biography, like or just like a little synopsis of of what your firm does, what your your um, specialties are. And a link to and the a, firm. and a link yeah. get your website up yeah. there. You know you want to you want to you want to constantly be linking to your website. Now uh, that helps with uh, search engine optimization, and we'll talk about that when we we touch on the website. Um, but with Twitter, two things: be active, <laughs> tweet at least once a day. Yeah. And I know that seems for some people that seems really daunting. Like, I mean, once a day? I mean, every day? I need to be yeah. on Twitter every day? Yeah. It's like, yeah, actually, you know, you do. There's your firm. You know, is probably doing a lot of cool stuff. Right. You just have to talk about it a little bit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it's not just not just work related stuff in the yeah. sense that um, here's how here's how you extend your brand. Um, and and I'll, I'll let you continue. The bottom line is that you, yes, you're going to talk about all the projects that you're working on, what right. you're doing. Certainly, if, if it's not um, compromised by some confidentiality agreement that you've signed. Right. But you're also going to just talk about. Just the modern, the everyday stuff. Like, yeah. hey, this is what we're doing. We're having a bike pack, a, a biking retreat this week. Or, hey, we're raising money for this. Or mm-hmm. we're raising money for that. And oh, a bunch of us are going skiing. Or a bunch of us are going on a um, on a, a, a white water rapids tour. Right. Or a bunch of us are going fishing. Or to the Cubs game. Or insert your favorite sport team here. Right. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is you can talk about that. And people that see that might be future employees, 
people that want to work at your firm and they want to see that you're doing some fun things. That you're more than just the work that you do. Exactly. Exactly. And we're well-rounded human beings. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's it. Just and and stuff like that. And you can do that with you should do that with Facebook as well. Just adds depth to your your brand and some humanity to it. And that's really important. I know. Um, so I've been doing some of the Twitter work for our own stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, last last week. You've been for, busy. Uh, yeah. For, <laughs> for, busy. for the Throwback Thursday, I, I put up a video, a drone video that we took at the office. I saw that. Yeah. I remember. And I remember when that video was done. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And that's, a lot of times that was a while back. I mean, I, that yeah, video was like January, was, February. I believe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's good. It's good mm-hmm. stuff, though. And I saw that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And that's what it does. The building does look cool from that mm-hmm. perspective. So, yeah. You know. And and again, and so that's uh, that's something that that was that was content that we created back in January, February. That's months ago that we were able to repurpose for, you know, this very common uh, theme across social media. This Throwback Thursday, and this is like each day of the week has has sort of like a, a theme or a few themes. I know this morning we did a today's a Tuesday. We're we're, we're filming this on a, or recording this on a is it Tuesday? Yeah. Okay. It is. I had to I check know, all day. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah, the days just blend together. It's just uh, just hustle all the time. So. That's it. That's it. Um, but you know, if, if you're if you're confused about what you want to post, you can you can use those sort of themes to sort of give you some guidance. So Thursday is a throwback Thursday. Well, talk about a project you did a year ago. Um, or years ago or for years that ago. matter yeah. yeah I mean highlight stuff that maybe you got you don't even have digital images for stuff yeah. that you did a while back if you're a legacy firm mm-hmm. we have clients that have been around for 30 40 or 50 years you know you could do like a this week in mm-hmm. and you go back in time and you highlight something that you guys worked on yeah. and people were like oh yeah I remember that and we have a ton of clients that have worked on some major projects in their respective communities yeah. and I'm like I know it's 20 years ago, but still, you did you know, that. You did that. Yeah. Mention it. Talk yeah. about it. So, you know, I really want to encourage mm-hmm. uh, those out there that are listening to figure out ways to accentuate those positives because I yeah. think it's really important to do that. And it gives you additional things to share. Yeah. So, so uh, you can always use, uh, you know, trends. You'll see on the left left hand column if you're using the desktop version or really, I mean, just. On, on the search function, I guess, on, on the mobile, um, what the latest trends are on Twitter. Yeah. And you can piggyback on, on certain things. Okay. Um, a lot of times they're political, uh, if, if you've been keeping up with Twitter recently. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that's going on that's not. Yeah. And, um, you know, just remix uh, certain things and, and find a way to make it your own. And uh, this is like a great time for creativity as well so like if you don't want to do the you know what everybody else does for like a weekly like a daily theme you know maybe your structural firm structural saturdays where you just put out like fun tidbits about being a structural engineer right and um something that i that i want to talk about just in general uh about Hmm. social media is that don't get caught up in this sort of hype or or the or the the need to to feel like you need uh thousands or millions of, of followers, Mm-mm. you don't need too many followers. Um, it's like, it's like, would you rather have ten people love you, or you know, a thousand people just kind of like you? And and that's that's really what's going on here. Is like you want to make sure that you're building a community that's that's relevant, that's constantly engaging with you, and that's really just sort of like voraciously, you know, like consuming your content, right? And, and then distributing it across their own channels. There's a Kevin Kelly is uh, one of the co-founders of Wired Magazine yep. and uh, one of the former editors. He uh, he has this essay called A Thousand True Fans. Um, Tim Ferriss mentions this in, in Tools of Titans and, uh, you know, on his blog. So does Seth Godin. He talks about a yeah. tribe of a thousand. Correct. You know, um, um, Brian Kelly from... Um, uh, Brian Kelly talks about it. Uh, he started um, a company, and I'm just the name is just escaping me right now. But uh, and that's a shame. But um, they they all all of these internet folks mm-hmm. have talked about different ways to market. And Brian's a marketer, just like Seth is, and others um, talked about the importance of all you need is a thousand. Yeah, a thousand people is a good is a good number. It is. You know, from a, a an entrepreneurial perspective, if you're a uh, if you're just an entrepreneur and you're out there. Even if you're just like a, a single arch, solo architect or solo engineer, you know, you, you could build a following of a thousand people. You can. And you'd pretty much have work for life. Yeah. 
done end of story yeah and and that's incredibly powerful that should that should be a liberating thing um don't get caught up in the hype and, and needing you know thousands or like you know hundreds of thousands or millions of followers just try to make sure that you're putting out content that's relevant to the niche that you serve and that complements the expertise that you have in the design industry um social media social being social you you talked about this just a little bit ago you want to engage with people you want to have conversations create that dialogue and one of the easiest ways to do this is using twitter search so say you're you know you're, you're a architect in yeah it doesn't really matter you're an architect right um you just designed this pro uh pro big project in your community you want to know what people are saying about it right well you can search for maybe the the, the name of the project or 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 whatever uh you know it goes by and you can actually see what people are saying on twitter and mm-hmm. you can respond to them directly and you should have conversations like someone says oh i hate the way you know the lighting is in this you know building and then maybe you can go in and say well actually we designed it uh, for these reasons, yeah. Or you know, maybe someone will say, "I love like how you know the space is sort of laid out and how open it is," and you know, you can say, "Hey, thank you for that." Yeah. And 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 those little interactions, they may not seem like much in in the in the moment. They may not seem like it's going to result in anything, and a lot of times it doesn't. But you never know what that one interaction can can lead to. Yeah. This is and from a from the B to C world. There's a really good Gary Vaynerchuk story, uh, where you know when he was running uh, Wine Library, his wine store, uh, he sold a uh, a bottle of wine, pretty cheap wine, to to a gentleman in Minnesota, and and they like his social media team looked up this this person and found out he was a big Gronk fan, and sent him a Gronk jersey. Well, next week or actually not even next week, it was like three four weeks later. They got a six thousand dollar order from Texas, yeah, and they were like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, but there was this little note. It was like, "Hey, my buddy in in Minnesota, you know, ordered you know one bottle of wine and got this jersey." Yeah, um, and that's why I wanted to order from you guys rather than you know any other wine distributor in the area. And there was a, I think the funny note was like, "P.S. I like you know it's like a musician mm-hmm. like, you know, trying to get those concert tickets or something." But yeah. Those those like little interactions like those happen in every industry and they can very well happen in the AAC industry. You never know when a potential employer. You know this is something I was thinking about. Um, there are a lot of engineering students, I, and I've just noticed this from our own Twitter. We've got a lot of engineering students following us. Right. Um, they ask questions. They they have homework to do. They ask questions, and I'm sure that a lot of those questions are questions that you had when you were going through school as an engineer or an architect. Take the time to search for those for those questions and answer them. Like yeah. give them uh, some value, and then and just leave it at that. Yeah, you never know. Maybe when they graduate, you're like the first <laughs> firm that they want to come work for. The and first, they, you're the first door that they knock on because yeah. you were just kind enough to help them out with Absolutely. some, you know, electrical engineering question or a civil engineering test or whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, you bring up some amazing points. Um, I think that it's just the idea that. The conversations are there to be had, and even if it's just with one individual, you just don't know where that will lead. Right. You can't make assumptions at all. You know, too often we are blinded by this idea that you know we have to reach more, we have to reach more, we have to reach more. It's not always about that. Um, you can have success with the one, mm-hmm. and the one turns into two, yeah, and two turns into four, and you know you grow that way. And so it's certainly from a, from an organic growth perspective. Being really intentional with social media is huge because it can have a tremendous impact. Absolutely. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about? Because we could go on and on about this, and, and we're going we're going to unpack this even more um, as as in the future. But why don't you just talk just a little bit before we move on to our next topic? Why don't you talk a little bit about the importance of the hashtag? Okay. Yeah. So hashtag these are are ways to sort of like index uh, the things that you say, and. It's 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 one thing to just you know go to Twitter search to see people using words. Um, you can actually search. It's you get a lot more exposure, a lot more visibility, and a lot more engagement when you actually use the hashtag. Yeah. And so you know a hashtag is sort of like this little 
um, way to, I try not to use this, the word in the definition, a way to tag a, a, a keyword right. to, 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 uh, to sort of like see what other conversations are coming out from, from that. And keywords are important. Keywords are very important, yeah. not just in you know social media. I mean, this is very important in, your, in the way you run your website and the content that you put up on your, your website as well. And you might want to add, too, that everybody listening to this has a core set of keywords yeah. that they should be following, yeah. that they should be indexing, mm-hmm. that they should be adding to just about anything that they put out. Right. Because there, there's nothing new under the sun. And when anybody searches for anything, whether long tail yeah. um, word searches or short tail searches... Uh, and that just describes the the length of the question that you asked the Google search engine. The bottom line is keywords matter. Keywords matter. And they come up over and over again. Yeah. Know what your core keywords are and build upon that. Mm-hmm. Google's got, um, if, you, if you're struggling to figure out what your keywords are, what they can be, what they should be, Google's got some tools um, to try to help you find that through their, their ad uh, AdSense program, if I'm not mistaken. Um, again, you can... Google to find that, and we'll we'll have that in the show notes as well. Uh, but hashtags are important. I wouldn't. So you know, for if, if this were Instagram, I would say make sure you use eleven plus hashtags. It's not feasible. It's not um, good to do uh, to to sort of use too many hashtags on Twitter, especially given that you have a very limited number of characters. Right. Right. Um, but like, have one, two, three good hashtags, maybe. Maybe like for when we're talking about marketing, hashtag marketing. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about structural engineering, hashtag structural or structural engineering or engineers. Um, and it'll just help people get to your content a lot faster. And, and it'll really like just sort of put you over the top in terms of, of exposure and and sort of organic reach. Yeah. yeah. And that's important. That's you know, you, there are a lot of places where you can go and buy followers and it's all, it's just artificial, you know, just inflating the numbers. You just right. don't do that. And I mean, you can build a very meaningful following organically. It's just going to take some time and some, some grit. Um, and one of the techniques is to, to use appropriate hashtags when, when you, whenever you can. Yeah. They're indexable. They're searchable. They make a big difference at the end of the day. Correct. I mean, having having those hashtags uh, and 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 researching them, making sure they use using the right ones. So, mm-hmm. so we talked about having conversations with people. We talked about Twitter search and hashtags. I think now is a good time to sort of segue into the website. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and we've seen them all. We we have. So we do for our marketing excellence awards for for Hot Firm. One of the categories is is websites. Right. Um, so we get to see the full spectrum of, of websites and then just from working with, with clients and just, just having a, you know, a, 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 a you know, the pulse on the industry, yeah. just, just knowing what's out there. Um, a lot of firm websites are bad. Just, they're, 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 they're not mobile responsive, which means that they're not optimized for, you know, your phone or tablet screen. Um, and the design language and the functionality uh, there from two, three, four, five, six, seven, sometimes even older, you know, uh, years ago. And, and it's very important. It, it may seem like, you're, you know, you're sort of keeping up with the Joneses, but it's like it's, it's important to keep up with web design trends um, because they exist because that's what people are receptive to. Um, and the Marketing Excellence Awards, the top three uh, winners for the website category, we actually did write-ups on on their website and, and sort of what the strengths were. Yeah. Um, and you can check that out on our blog. So we had EAPC, we had Big Red Dog, and we had uh, Davis Construction. Okay. Um, and, and they all had really great dynamic websites. You know, there were videos, there was drone footage, there was... Um, image heavy that that's a, that's a big one um, so my recommendation uh, for for the website is make sure it's up to date with with modern design language if you don't know what that is yeah you can you can just type in 2017 web design trends and you'll get uh, you know thousands upon thousands of 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 different things different avenues different uh, techniques that you can deploy on your own website 
you know, we're not asking you to be like everybody else and, you know, just do the same thing. I think there are a lot of like fundamentals that, right. that, that you can de- deploy on your own stuff, but feel free. And, and I mean, I encourage you to, you know, if you can take a, a, a you know, a functional piece and sort of tweak it and, and make it do something else that's fits your brand's, you know, uh, image a little better, I, by all means do that. You know, yeah. you want to, you want to separate yourself as well, but, uh, using modern design trends, sort of like just speaking the language of the day. Yeah. Um, I think that's very important. Uh, mobile responsiveness, everybody's like articulate that though. So people yeah. understand what mobile responsiveness Okay. So mobile means. responsiveness. So whenever you load a web page on a desktop, you know, you've got sort of the big screen, mm-hmm. you know, mo- the way websites are displayed on on phones and tablets is that they take that big website and they actually just sort of scale it down right and there's a lot of you know uh, background processes that 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 go with that um and it's it's to optimize that that user experience uh when you're using so you can't be scrolling around if you've got this big wide space on your desktop you don't have that kind of real estate on your phone. Right. Um, and you don't want to be scrolling, making people scroll around to find the content that matters to them. Because people have short attention spans. You've got probably three seconds before you're going to lose someone. Um, and another thing is like, is, is load time. So part of mobile responsiveness is, you know, try to make, making, is try to make load times as, as quick as possible. Um, because if people are stuck having to, you know, have some very intensive uh, animation load. They're just they're not they're going to leave. They don't they don't care enough at that point um, unless they just really really want to see what you're about. Um, so it's like for first impressions, it's very important to have uh, a website that displays effectively um, across you know desktops, laptops, iPads, um, you know smartphones, whatever the case may be. Um, and that's largely going to come to if you do your web design in house, uh, whoever's managing that, they they need to put the the effort into making sure that your your website is looks good and is very easy to use on um, you know a smartphone um, as just as well it is as it is on a desktop computer. Did I? Do you think that covered covered mobile responsiveness all right? Or? Yeah, I mean, I think it does. I, I think the key thing now is that a lot of people, I mean, if you look at, I mean, I just, I, and I always talk about this whenever I do a seminar or anything. I mean, I do everything on my phone now. Right. I mean, I even work on my phone. Correct. To, yeah. You know, and I was, yeah, yeah. We, we were just talking about before we started the podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get a, um, the new um, iPad uh, 10.5 the pro the pro yeah. and um i mean 4k screen mm-hmm. it pretty much with the the ios 11 it's pretty much going to do things that you know you you're familiar with doing on your normal desktop and, right. and um and it's just it's a, it's a tablet mm-hmm. it's that simple and it's a powerful tablet at that but i'll be able to do just about everything but i want my experience on that to be comparable to what i experience on my iphone yeah and I want it to be similar to what I experience on my computer. Yeah, a lot of our clients and others don't have what we would call mobile responsive uh, material, and mm-hmm. and um, have not created mobile responsive sites. So that if I were to go on to some of their sites, it might look okay on the desktop, but by the time I get to the iPhone, it's I'm, I'm like you said, I'm, yeah. I'm looking away. I'm like, this is hideous. I can't look. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm saying that everybody nowadays really needs to consider who your your user audience is, how they're viewing your website, mm-hmm. and create create because in the next few years, it's all going to be about mobile. Yeah. All going to be about mobile, and I forget what the actual number is of every pe- every person that has a smartphone, but it's a, it's an astounding number. And suffice it to say is that's where you want to have your real estate looking the best. Yeah. And if you don't, you need to work on that. Yeah. And each one of you can easily go. There are a couple of websites that allow you to um, to, to see how your, your website optimizes for each size screen. Yeah. And a good web developer can help you with this, too. Right. I mean, and, and certainly we want to encourage you. If you don't or your site is a little long in the tooth and you haven't had anybody look at it for a while... 
probably need to have someone take a good look at it. Yeah. Um, whether you've got a WordPress site or something else or something that you got off the shelf or Wix.com, I don't care what it is. Um, square pages, I mean, it doesn't matter. There are so many different variations of websites. But at, in this day and age, there's no excuse no. for having a very poor site. But we see them all the time. I mean, we I, do. Just, I just looked up a firm this morning because we had to adjust something for one of their subscriptions for uh, Civil Plus Structural Engineering Magazine. And I was I was appalled at their website. I mean, it looks something like circa 1995. Yeah. I mean, Netscape mm -hmm. 1.0. Oh, yeah. It was really bad. And some of you might, that might go over your head in terms of what I'm referencing, but the bottom line is you you want your stuff to look good, and you want it to be a representation of who you are yeah. as an organization. So we encourage you, don't cut corners in this area because you don't think people are looking. People are, people are more things are happening in a virtual world than you realize. Yeah. Uh, and from a from a marketing perspective and a branding perspective, you want to look your best yeah. in every, every way, shape, or form. I, I think this is something that I had written down. This is like you should think of your, your website as your office on the Internet. Like if you have a really nice office building, you know, there's a really great ambiance, really great experience. People want to be there. Yeah. Replicate that feeling. Right. With your website. Because right. that's, again, like you want to be gonna, going to be one of the first major interaction points between you and a potential client, you and a potential, uh, you know, employee. Um, really just anybody um, put some care into it put some put some effort into it and you know as always we're here to help we're here to to audit websites if you need some sort of design help I mean that's something that we do yeah. we, we, we will look at that for you yeah absolutely um, so we talked about design trends mobile responsiveness make sure if you've got a blog and if you don't you should yeah Make sure you're posting regularly. Yeah. Uh, there, there's like, you know, there's latest, I've seen like latest news from XYZ company and their last post was 2013. 2013. Yeah. yeah. No, you need to be posting. Yeah. If, if you're doing work in the industry, you have things to talk about. Things right. are changing constantly, even <clears throat> just from a regular regulation standpoint. Yeah. That in itself is something to talk about. Make sure you're having those conversations. Um, We've got some clients that do a really good job of of, of updating their their blog, um, and then you know repurposing that content for other social media platforms. Right. So you know all of this flows into each other. Um, but you, this part of this is like search engine optimization. So when you know someone types in your firm's name into Google or or Bing, um, let's be real, everybody's using Google. Uh, that's not true, but uh, I'm a Google person. Right. Um, when they, when they do that, you don't want to be on the fourteenth page. Right. You want to be on the first page. Um, if you are in a very specific niche, like you want to, that that's like your opportunity to to try to index even further. You know, to be on the first page. Maybe you want to be the very top result when someone types in, you know, some variation of landscape architecture. That's that's very unique and and doesn't happen a lot. Um, and blog posts, thought leadership, this is, this again goes back to building trust, building credibility, showing off your expertise in your niche. That's like a great vehicle for you to, to sort of, to flex what you've got. And, uh, it needs, it really needs, you should be putting something out at least once a week yeah. at the least at once the a least. week. Yeah. Um, and then once you put it out on your website, you can put it out on your Twitter, your Facebook page, and wherever else uh, you want to put it out. Where I mean, maybe it's like a good, almost like a press release. Hit up your your local news station and see if they they want to do a story about it. Yeah, um, you'd be surprised at how willing a lot of uh, places and, and and news stations will be in in that uh, respect. Um, we've gotten when I was running my pet subscription box business, um, we got a lot of free press just, just from asking. Just from saying, hey, we're doing this. We're, we're, you know, it's moderately interesting, um, especially if you sort of frame it correctly. Um, press releases are one of the least yeah. used, utilized tools yeah. in your arsenal. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we have 
sometimes we've been a victim of our success with press releases to the point where we have not used them at times and then gone back to use them here at Zwei, mm-hmm. I'm speaking of, and then had to be reminded that, oh my God, I, I forgot how good press releases yeah, are. Absolutely. I mean, you should literally be sending out a press release for everything. Yeah. You hire a new person, you want to put a press release out. Um, you win a new project, you want to put a press release out. You complete a project, you should put a press release out. You discover something or figure out a way to design something more efficiently and and you've proven it you should put a press release that, out that stuff like that will i mean that'll explode it's that's huge. you know it's that's huge yeah that, that's that's what it's all about yeah and you so, gotta do it regularly yeah and you'll be surprised i mean you, you know i think especially with writing in general is like the more you do it the easier it'll become and the more you do it the more often you'll start to see patterns you know maybe you'll have like a group of employees that they'll like go back and forth on on discussing a topic and then all of a sudden they've talked about it enough to where they they sort of put you know some puzzle pieces together and there you have your breakthrough right um right. so make sure you've got the blog posts and then search engine optimization which we uh we talked about um we're going back to the keywords and this is really on the on the back end of your website this is you know in the metadata or this is as we like to call it the sausage making this is the sausage making <laughs> this is the part that that no one usually sees or but, talks about or for talks that about yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and uh, as with web design trends there are a lot of um uh, protocols that you need to keep up with on on search engine optimization all the search engines um most i mean notably google that's the one most people use um, and if you don't use Google, it's fine. I mean, that's just, yeah. just the honest fact. It's where the attention is right now. Um, Google is, you know, Google is the verb. It is. Um, it is without a doubt. So, I mean, you know, and, and I think the thing about it, cause we could go on and on and on about yeah. this is that, you know, and, and we're going to talk more about, um, right. utilizing these, these key tools to, uh, kind of advance your cause from a, a an advertising and marketing and branding perspective. But, you know, you've got to figure out where you are currently. And you, you, a lot of you know, um, if your website is is underrepresenting your your brand and some of, you know, if your website is meeting the mark. And mm-hmm. I would say I would say statistically that probably more are not than are meeting the mark from a, from a marketing and branding perspective. So I just want to encourage you guys to really be thinking long and hard about how you can represent and how you should be representing your organization. And if things are just a little long in the tooth, figure out a way to to correct it. It's really, they're not huge fixes, you know, and it doesn't, we're not talking about spending gobs of money and you don't need to go out and hire some um, consultant and pay them $50,000 for a website reboot that could be done for 2,500 bucks. Or, you know, less, yeah. or less. Or yeah. less. I mean, it's just, it's just, it does. It shouldn't cost that much. And certainly, if you're, if you're having questions about that, you can always reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to, to at least, if nothing else, talk with you, give you some pointers, point out some tips. Um, between Sanjay and myself and others on this team here at Zwei Group, we we've got um, years of experience in this area. Um, some more than others, but still enough to point you in the right direction right. before you start opening up your wallet and spending a lot of money. Yeah. And and maybe we can help you. I mean, who knows? I mean, the bottom line is we want you to kind of do what's right for your organization as a whole. And if we can kind of help you fill in the blanks, that's that's what we're here yeah. to do. So so b- before we you know uh, go, I, I do want to mention two tools that will make all of all of this stuff a lot easier so we talked about you know designing stuff and 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 when we say this stuff we're talking about facebook twitter website yeah yeah just like images um you know various uh graphic posts uh canva.com that's c-a-n-v-a.com that is a tool that i use on a daily basis almost on an hourly basis on, on some days and that helps me design um, posts for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, if I want a specific, uh, a special like header image for yep. my profile, mm-hmm. I can. I, they have all of those formats, um, those layouts made for you. And yep. then it's drag and drop from there. If you've got your own logo that you want to put in there, just upload it to Canva and and drag it over to the design that you're making. That that'll speed up your your content design process exponentially um this is especially useful for firms that don't necessarily have like a a designer in-house um don't spend a ton of money having someone make this stuff for you because a lot of times you can do it yourself 
and you don't necessarily need to have like a great design eye. That's the, the beauty of Canva is it helps you out, really walks you through um, how to do everything. I'm not a designer uh, by any means. Um, I have my own sort of taste. I'll tell you what I think looks good and what doesn't. And you know, you have people who can give you feedback. That's a really good tool to deploy. And then on, in terms of you know posting things, whether it be on a daily basis or on a weekly basis, I understand that you're busy, especially if you're operating at a 90% you know, utilization, you really don't have a whole lot of time to give to social media. Right. So utilize tools like uh, Hootsuite or, you know, HubSpot. If you want to go even, you know, bigger, we, 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 one of the services that we use is Pardot, yeah. uh, which is a Salesforce <laughs> product. Um, there are other products too out there. there. Yeah. So do your um, research do your, as far yeah, as absolutely. that's concerned. I mean, we've, we've run across some others that are pretty, pretty robust and kind of do what you need to do, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to email marketing, yeah. and, you know, tying things in. Um, we've used MailChimp. Mm -hmm. Um, there, are, there are others out there. Um, um, what's the, a Weber, a Weber, yeah. um, um, get noticed, uh, I think is one. Um, and then, um, what's the uh, HubSpot? Did HubSpot, you, you yeah, mentioned HubSpot. Yeah, HubSpot. So, so, yeah, so if you want to just start simple, if you're just doing Facebook, uh, Twitter stuff, I mean, I think Hootsuite, it's a free application. There's a paid version. Um, that'll help you, you know, you can build posts ahead of time. Um, and schedule it out for the week. So say you're sitting down uh, to work uh, on, on Monday morning and you don't want to, you know, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you don't want to be posting stuff on social media. You've got other things to do. Take a few hours or an hour or less than that, depending right. on how much content you're putting out, just to, just to build something and, and schedule it. And so it's a set it and forget it. Um, I mean, I would definitely recommend that you go and check how things are performing. And then when you're having one-on-one -on -one interactions, definitely take some time each day to, to, to have those. But in terms of just raw content uh, distribution, having an automation tool is, is incredibly helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so, and here's my, my take with that. Um, because again, when we're talking about social media. So I know a lot of you are saying, well, well, if we automate it, is that taking away the social aspect right. of it? Meaning that there's no real human being behind it, but a computer just spitting out a bunch of random responses. Um, for some firms, you can utilize a combination or a hybrid of mm -hmm. the autoresponder that will, you know, if somebody friends your firm on Twitter, you can friend them back and follow yeah. them and all that good stuff. Um, but, you know, you really need to look at the way that um, uh, you, you really need to look at ways that you can um, uh, have as much of a natural interaction with people as possible so that mm -hmm. people feel like there is a human being. There's a living, right. breathing individual behind this, you know, sub behind this, uh, you know, specific yeah. social media account. So, and, and it's sometimes it's just little things. It's like saying hello or saying congratulations on, on a project or some, someone that, you know, uh, maybe a former employee just recently got uh, started their own firm. Or, right. I mean, I don't know how, how sometimes dynamics in those situations are, are kind of hairy, but, um, you know, just, just little things, just have just those one-on-one -on -one interactions and something that we've done, to a good good amount of success here at Zwei Group is when we announced our award winners for Hot Firm, Best right. Firm, and Marketing Excellence, those firms posted on their social media pages. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, every time that happened, I would go in and and respond to them and tell them congratulations and, and say, hey, good job, or tell them, you know, something specific about their award entry, especially for Marketing Excellence that I really liked. Or I would ask them, okay, so you were a best firm to work for, you're a hot firm, where do you go from here? Like, what's next? And and those little interactions, no one expects to have, um, especially in our industry. But they go a long way. They show that there's, there are people, human beings, who care yeah. behind you know that online presence. And it's more than just a bunch of robots, you know, controlling everything. I'm yeah. sure we'll get to that point where the robots run. Yes, the world they are going to take over at some Skynet point in time. So but, you know, but it's all good. It is yeah. all good. So I'm excited to hear um, to see what what's coming next. Absolutely, for sure. So, all right. Well, listen, we're we're almost running on an hour. This was this wow. was definitely. Right. Yeah, uh, 
definitely a, a interesting uh, show. And uh, we've talked a lot um, just to kind of tease what we will be talking about next. And we'll spend more time on Facebook and Twitter in the future and talk about ways to take advantage of all the different things that are happening and the changes because Facebook's constantly changing. Correct. Um, we're going to also talk about Instagram, mm-hmm. Pinterest, Snapchat, and some other uh, and YouTube as well. YouTube, yeah, some other ways that you can kind of get the word out. Um, and that way you'll be able to kind of take advantage of what we know about. And, and uh, again, I, I kind of like some of these meteor um, podcast mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, this can actually be two, right? So That's it depends right. on how you listen to us. If you listen to us at, at one time mm-hmm. uh, speed, I usually listen to my podcast at one and a half time speed. Mm-hmm. So I can listen to a 60 minute podcast in about 45 minutes. So uh, it kind of works out that way. But yeah. uh, but the bottom line is, uh, or maybe what, what, 30 minutes. So um, the bottom line is just take advantage of this information when and where you can. And certainly, as always, if you have questions, uh, feel free to reach out to us here. I have at, a question, Randy. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm going to jump in. Let's say, let's say a firm, someone who's listening, wants to do their own podcast wants, or wants help with, with the podcast. Is that something that, that, that you'd be able to help them out with? You know, Sanjay, I'm glad you mentioned that. And it is something that we're hearing more and more about. Um, and we can help a firm yeah. if they want to get a, a podcast presence going. And there are a lot of different reasons why firms would want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not from a competition perspective, but it is a different way to get your information out there, both from a B2C perspective to a consumer, Mm -hmm. but also from a B2B perspective. But then also there's some benefits to highlighting what you're doing. If you're in a larger firm and you can't always easily reach out to people, um, creating a podcast where you can send out a weekly um, quote unquote announcement. Mm -hmm. Remember remember when we were in junior high and we would get those morning announcements from the principal's office, Mm -hmm. something along those lines, but maybe on a weekly basis. Or on a quarterly or, 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 you know, biweekly basis or something along those lines. That would be a way for you to really take advantage of Mm -hmm. of that process and see what can be done. So um, certainly would encourage those to reach out to us and find out more about ways that we might be able to help you out by getting a podcast off the ground. Um, We've got some basic instruction. We can set you up with a basic system and kind of walk you through the different ways to do it. Or we can just have, you know, a simple conversation over the phone and kind of explore ways that you might want to take Mm -hmm. advantage of it and then figure out, you know, what it might cost for you to, 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 uh, to to come up with that yeah. and 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 help you do it without losing your shirt in the process. Right. So it's, nobody wants to lose their shirt in no. the process. That's not fun. No, no. So so yes. Yeah, so I'm glad you did mention that. And uh, certainly we will you know we'll take advantage of that. And those of you that want to find out more about ways to develop a podcast for your organization internally, uh, or as well as putting it out there to your audience. Everybody has an audience. We have one. You anybody everybody listening to this has an audience. It might not be big. Doesn't matter. I mean, creating podcasts are really inexpensive and there are ways for you to put the information out there in a, in a highly consumable way mm-hmm. where all of a sudden, all of a sudden people are, are wanting to hear your voice. Yeah. You know, and I've always told the story about how I was floored by sitting in a meeting room with a client and that client saying to me, yeah, I was running and listening to you the other day on your podcast. And I'm like, what? And it was just yeah. kind of surreal. But I was like, that's just kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. You just never know who's listening. Right. You never know who's listening. And it may be somebody that's going to spend a lot of money with you. It may not. It may be somebody that's going to team up with you. It may be somebody that's going to join your organization. Or it just may be someone that really likes what you have to say. Yeah. Period. So, you know, think about that. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So thanks for that quick plug. And we'll we'll be talking more about um, any type of podcasting programs that we pull together in the near future. We've got a lot of things happening here at Zwei Group. I did want to mention and encourage you today to get a free subscription of Civil Plus Structural Engineer Magazine. And to sweeten the pot, we are throwing in a couple of issues of the Zweig Letter too. Just visit free tzl.zweigroup.com and leave us your email address. We'll take care of the rest. Everything will be delivered to you electronically. In addition, folks, I've got something brand new for you, hot off the presses. If your firm is looking to hire great talent, please, 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 please join our mailing list for AEC Workforce. 
Uh, acworkforce.com is, was a job site that we had up and we took it down because we rehashed, we're re, re, reforming it and recreating it and rebirthing it into something totally brand new yeah. like you've never seen before. It is going to be the job board for the design and construction industry, bar none. You will never have to go to Monster. You will never have to go to Career Builder. Zip Recruiter will be just a flash in the pan as far as we're concerned. When it comes to finding and hiring the best talent, AECworkforce.com yeah. will be the place to be. Just text the word hire faster to 66866 and that will get you on the list where you will learn more about this upcoming job board for the design and construction industry. Remember, text the word hire faster, all one word, to 66866 and let your fingers do the rest. As a reminder, all Zwei Group media programs like this one are available in both podcast and in some instances video format, free for download on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube, just to name a few places. Sanjay, I think we need to figure out a way to do Facebook Live with yeah, this. Actually, I think yeah. that's that's got to be the next thing. We've got some gear coming, actually. We're We've got gear coming. We've got the technology, and it's so simple yeah. to do a Facebook Live post. So we're going to work that out. We may not be able to do it in my office, or I'll have to clean up my office before we do that. <laughs> Although I just read somewhere where a, a messy desk is a sign of a brilliant mind, right? We're geniuses. I, exactly, yeah. So that's what we're, we're going to do. So um, a link to all the this information that we talked about on this site, which is a lot will be, and uh, as well as Sanjay's contact information and mine will be in our show notes. And we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes or wherever you tune into this show and give us a five-star rating and share this link with a friend. If you like this, share it. I'm Randy Wilburn. I'm Sanjay Jenkins. And you've been listening to Zwei Group Media, part of Zwei Group. Remember, we exist to make you more successful. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this Zweig Letter Podcast. We hope that you can apply the Zweig team's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free six-week subscription to the Zweig Letter, please visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com to gain more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe today. Subscribe today.